Thank you for choosing Bird Tower Perfectionist. My name is Sarah. And my name is Eve. Today, we will speaking, be speaking about the stigma around drinking. Can you hear my voice? Yeah, I sound like shit. Um, but I just want to... Well, can you explain why you feel like shit? Um, so I lost my voice because I worked the concession stand at my child's Halloween dance. And it was like a family event thing that everybody went to and I volunteered. And the music was so loud, I kept screaming. And then I want to say that my nose and the rest of me that sounds like shit is allergies. But um, my husband has been yelling at me for the last two days that I have a cold. And I refuse to say that I have a cold. So you can probably hear she has a cold. <laughs> no, I do not. You do. <laughs> um, before we start the episode, please make sure to like, subscribe, follow, and share the podcast. Please and thank you. Uh, we're available on most podcast platforms. If there's one that somebody wants us on, please let us know. We will do our best to get ourselves on there. I got us on iHeartRadio. I'm proud of that one. That's pretty dope. And we have YouTube. We just don't do videos. Like, no. it's a video, but it's just like the same image. We don't do videos of ourselves doing it. If that's something that you're interested in, please let us know. Most likely, Eve will be offline and it would be an awkward angle of me. <laughs> Um, we would need a better setup then. Yeah, we would, but I mean, yeah, like, Green's not really giving it. <laughs> if that's something that you're interested in, if you're way more into like pod vlogging or plogging or vlogging, vlogging, that's what um Zach on Try Guys is doing with his. It's it's like vlogging, but with a pod. They were in IKEA one day. Oh my god, I love IKEA. Actually, I've never been to IKEA. I've told you that. You have you went to IKEA when you were little. You just haven't been to IKEA at any point where you had consciousness of being at IKEA. <laughs> so or like two. Oh, when I was at Kimbo, take you to the um, Crash Crawlies, the kids like play park thing that was right around there. Uh, well, like I haven't even been to have been inside IKEA. Or did you just drop me off the daycare? No, you Crash Crawlies was like a play place. Yeah, that we took you after. No, we took you inside because you wanted, you like to eat meatball. Of course, they like to eat meatball. And we used to get like all those cups and stuff that we grew up with and like a lot of like, and that main essentials. Got rid of those. I know. All the main essentials and stuff like that are your guys' like plates with your little forks and shit. That's all from Ikea. Yes, yeah, so drinking. <laughs> I was like looping back. Actually, what was your peak and pit of this week? My peak was, what day is it? Today Friday? Today is Friday. Oh. That we are recording. Um, I'd say my peak is, um, I got to wear my new, um, healthcare worker quarters at to work. Oh, sweet. Uh-huh. And who is that by? It is by Overwhelm the Label. Very excited. Launching November 1st. Um, I got to wear it to work and it was the softest thing on the face of the planet. And, um, our mother kept on saying, my God, you just look so professional. And why did you really want to create that ride on Overwhelmed? Because um, as much as I appreciate the nursing staff, there is no um, healthcare worker staff for people usually like outside of nursing and like physicians. So I wanted to be outside of Lululemon, um, make sure that there was like healthcare worker apparel that you could be proud of of wearing that like said you're like 
specific role, but also you could just wear it if it was comfy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, quarter zips are prime because um, hospitals don't know how to regulate temperature. Oh, yeah. So you go from like one word and it's like bacon has hot and then the other word is freezing, which like I think plans in the future is to expand to other careers. But I feel like every time I was like healthcare worker apparel, it was like stuff with um, like syringes on it mm-hmm. or like all right. Everybody poke pokies. Everybody poke pokies, which is ironic because I never see like blood lab stuff. Oh, and right. they do the pokey pokies too. Oh, yeah. They do most of the pokey pokies. Yeah. So just trying to expand that. Also, like, having, like, fun, um, like, anatomy stuff, which, like, sometimes I wear them outside of work because they're comfy and they don't have tags. Yeah. Well, I think the quarter zip one has, like, one tag on the back. It's the silky ones, not the scratchy ones. Oh. And what would you say your pit was for this week? Um, I went to the allergist yesterday. Oh. Out of the little narrow. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I finally booked an appointment with the allergist. And if you don't know from the past, every time I go to the doctor, something else happens. So I went in, had my allergy test, and was like, oh, okay, sick. This is what I'm allergic to. And then she decided to hand me other paperwork. Because she's pretty sure that I have um, a different autoimmune condition. So you really go from, like, allergies to, like, autoimmune. <laughs> that, that's quite the jump. It was quite the dump, so then I had to get, like, blood work and stuff, which, like, I'm used to getting poked, but I was just like, oh, not really my hype of the day. No. And it was your, um, peek and poot? Peek and pit. Peek and pit. I'm totally copying. Well, there's a bunch of podcasts that I watched that do as full, full coverage. They do that at the beginning. Oh, and full just coverage. Is it a full, uh, full coverage? So it's, like, full, but it's, like, full coverage makeup. What was your peek? My peak was the Halloween dance, ironically the thing I lost my voice at, but I had so much fun. We took Eve, <laughs> and we dressed as Hallie and Annie from The Parent Trap, because we get told all the time how much we look alike. Um, There are significant differences, but we decided, like, why not? Um, I found the stuff, so, like, there were shorts on sale at Walmart. They were the ugliest-ass color I've ever seen in my life, so I dyed them Kelly Green. Thank you, right clothing dye and i did that which was fun and super freaking easy so now i know why people got like so into that i haven't done clothes oh my god it was so satisfying i know it was fun and then um i played with the cricket and i made the camp walden logo on um canva which was fun and then printed it off and then um I'm just I'm just giving a shout out to my um, fellow dyslexic folks that when you're trying to do something on a cricket and you know what's going on a piece of clothing, generally you do it backwards. Oh, everybody does it wrong though. Usually you do it backwards, but it's not just the word ba- the letter the word backwards. You want the letters to be reversed, and you're like, okay. So I fought so hard against myself, catching myself before I printed all these cutouts. And I was so proud of myself. I get the thing to cut it all out. I'll go upstairs to slap the vinyl down. So I was doing the thing where you put it down on the t-shirt and then you use it like a stencil and then you put the paint over. And then I happily realized that it was not an iron-on transfer and I had it completely backwards and I needed to have it forwards because of what I was doing. So then I had to unbreak my brain, come back downstairs and do the same thing again. 
this is what our mom wanted to do the heat transfer one and i was like i'm gonna take you step by step because it says like there's a little notification that says mirror it yeah. you're like nobody follows it i was like no you need to pair it yeah um what was your pit losing my voice <laughs> is this my voice is this my voice um yeah i can't think of anything that was like significantly shitty but that was just something that's it's just more of a minor inconvenience also um i just sound like a total bitch like oh my god i felt so so i was like sitting there and um i was working on something for the business so i was like something where you had to like it was a lot of things and i was like oh my god i did it and he looks and he goes okay. and i was like oh fucking k how we're so hot on this shit She's like, I've been okay. I just sound like a bitch. Yeah. So if I sound like I utterly disdain Eve or the subject that we're talking about, that is not true. That is just my voice. Do I maybe want to attempt to sing, to sing Smelly Cat? Maybe, but I don't think I'd sound as good. <laughs> so we've upped the volume on my mic so that way you can hear me because I'm just no, I'm joking. I've done mine though. Monotoned. Monotoned. <laughs> I've also put mine down, so hopefully we sound the same. Um, yeah, and then also just a little like a soft launch moment. Um, for anybody who's been looking at overwhelmed, the label, which is the apparel line in which we do, we'll be pulling the Halloween, um, apparel off the website as of midnight on October thirty first, because that is Halloween, and then the followers will most likely stay on just a little bit longer even though it is colder than a well digger's arsehole outside um it is fabulous so it was like- <laughs> i love it you're like it's fabulous i'm wrapped in a towel i'm cold i'm wearing my winter socks and it is october 27th the funny thing is it was like october like 20th and i was like it's so hot outside i just want to be cozy no joke the day next day <laughs> It dropped 15 degrees Celsius. I got into the car that morning. It was two degrees. I woke up this morning and it was negative six at 530 a.m. But yeah. And then we'll have some new apparel and stuff like that launching um, beginning of November. Who doesn't want some cozy new items? Right. Um, We'll also be probably expanding our phone case line a bit more and kind of shrinking down the amounts of actual apparel because... Um, I learned I have a very strong addiction to phone cases. Yeah, but also just making sure that we're really focusing on designs that we say will hit. And we want to make sure that they're not on trend, but we don't want to have what everybody else has. But we also realize that having 10 to 15 designs per collection is a lot of demand when you're creating the product template. The first launch we did, I think... I did a majority of the product templates, and it was a quite little pain in my ass. I was wondering why she was wearing the computer so much. Oh, my God. It was, I, well, it was a lot of different things, a lot of figuring out things. And so the second launch there was like, I will happily take them on. It was a solid two-inch. She, like, rolls the chair over, and she was like, you did this how many times? And I was like, thank you. Also, Google Chrome kept freezing, and that was super fucking annoying. Okay, I think it was, I find that when the seasons start to change... Sometimes Google Chrome decides that it just don't want to vibe. And then just a friendly reminder, at this time for Overwhelmed, the label, 
we're only doing it um, to Canadian to Canadians right now because of taxes and stuff. And guys, tax taxes are confusing as shit. So, if we look at expanding to the United States, it would mean consulting with tax experts. Keep our telling us if you want us to figure out how to send things to you. <laughs> we can attempt to. <laughs> we can attempt. In Ireland, we hear you, and we know that you want the apparel. Oh, yeah. We always love it. If you see anything that reminds you of an episode that you've listened to about burnt out perfectionists or a subject or a subject that you would love to have discussed, feel free to send us like you could probably send us a voice note on our Instagram. You can always um, just like do a little write up. You can email us kind of whatever you want. We, we'd be happy to answer your questions or anything if you want. Or you can get you back pictures. Um, so if you just tag us on those pictures of turrets, Eve loves herself good turret. I'm a hoe for a turret. <laughs> one day I will have one. Yeah. Maybe I'll put my craft room in there. Ooh, maybe I should make like a podcast setup into turret. We can put like fairy lights on the top. Oh, I was like, are we about to construct something out of um, cardboard boxes? Because I'm quite good at that. I proved that for anything but a backpack day at school. Oh, I meant for like um, like a house with a turret. Oh, Oh, it's an imaginary setup, is it? Yes. Who could buy a house in Canada? <laughs> imaginary. Right? I just got to find like a couple billion dollars and then I can get a turret. Thank you for tuning in. If you found value in what you in what you heard today, oh, wow, words are hard. Um, please consider sharing this podcast with your circle. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you're always the first to know about our latest episodes. Every Monday. Your support means the world to us. Until next time. Uh, so the holiday season or event season kind of kicks off. I personally feel like you start seeing a lot more parties and get-togethers when it comes to Halloween. Um, of course, ours kind of starts earlier if you're located in Canada because we have Thanksgiving. But um, then you start seeing the Christmas parties for work. You start um, you know, like friend groups and stuff like that will meet up and they'll go out for like dinner and everything. You start seeing a lot more of like, you know, Christmas, your New Year's and winter and stuff like that. And you start seeing all of the advertisements on YouTube and on television for alcohol. I find though, if you think about summer, it would be the seltzers. Summer, they always pick some citrus fruit, which this year it was the one that I'm allergic to oranges I'm, I'm sorry ma'am were you attacked by the mango no i was not but hey, would you like a delicious lemonade let me just dump some mango in it they are there's always kind of a trend when it comes to it like in the summertime it's like crisp refreshing I sit back after a long day at work and enjoy the summertime and then um i feel like a lot of the ones that are like warm yourself up with some whiskey or put it in your coffee all that other stuff <laughs> but so the episode today as previously mentioned briefly before we did our peak in our pit, is around the stigma about not drinking. So, define the concept of the stigma around not drinking, Miss Eve. Miss Eve. Um, so, the concept of not drinking is, like, the kind of stigma around it is that I've personally experienced. I have never been a drinker, nor have I really ever drank. Yeah. Um is when you go to like say a christmas party or something like that and as a female i feel like there's an a range of things 
that you usually get asked. When you say like, oh, no, I don't drink, it's either, are you pregnant? Are you trying to get pregnant? Mm -hmm. Um, Are you a recovering alcoholic, which like no issues with people who are not? No, good for you. Um, Are you trying to cut back on your calories? Are you trying to, are you driving? Um, And it's like, but if somebody just like picked up a beer and like walked around, would they be asked the same questions? No. Thank you. So it's like that constant like discussion about it. And like, I've had it too, like where I've had my friends be like, oh, well, why don't you drink? And it's like that conversation where it's like almost like you're being interrogated of like, why do you not drink? Do you not? What do you what, what do you do to socialize? It, it's so awkward. So, like, I've gone through periods in my life where, like, I was, like, I, I'm not, like, a party girl. Like, I didn't do drugs and stuff. They're at that end of the party. But, like, I would drink and go out, go to the club and, like, go dancing and stuff like that. And there's that aspect of it. But then for a while there, like, I just didn't do it at all. I personally do not have, like, the need or want. Like, when I go to a restaurant, I sit down and they're, like, what would you like to drink? And I'm, like, I would like an iced tea, please. Like 90% of the time I ask for an iced tea or I just have water. And I have for most of my life. And then I made a joke a couple of years ago where I'm like, sometimes I forget that it's a possibility, but then I'm like, why? And then the one time that I do, I'm like, holy fuck. Between liquor tax, the cost of the alcohol. And that was one drink and it cost $12.95. Like, was it worth it? No, I could have just got my iced tea that was included with my meal and refreshed for free. Yeah, so like that's kind of the stigma of not drinking is like you have to have some like borderline reason to do it at all times. Or it's like religious. Do you not drink because of your religion? Yeah, and that's and that's the thing that's like frustrating. It's like you always have to justify why you're not doing it. And like it's become like almost like a societal standard that like when you go over to like your friend's house, oh, I'm going to go for a glass of wine or like caffeine in the morning, wine after work. Or like it's just become like if you look at any, I'd say like majority of like branding of like, oh, like clothing brands and glasses and Raydon. <laughs> Raydon, which like a lot of her stuff, not going to like quite like it. I like the shape of her mugs because they have like a nice line. Okay, but no, like the structure of the mugs, but I totally know what you mean. It's literally everywhere. There's t shirts, there's hats, there's everything that says something about like, well, it's wine o'clock, which I mean, if you like that stuff, I'm we're not putting it down again. I sound But it's just readily available. Like if somebody was walking out saying, why drink? Yeah. Or wearing a hat that has a brand that like, say sells like mocktails or sells like this when you think of like merchandise that has in like the alcoholic realm or the Mm -hmm. like partying realm it all has alcohol in it yeah and it's like but i just don't want to or even dog toys oh yeah dog toys there's like fake different brands of dog toys i sometimes that was like a fake budweiser and too i've seen a fake white claw i've seen a fake champagne bottle yeah like all of these things that i'm just like Oh. But why? So, like, for the people who like them, like, yeah. or even, like, bachelorette parties. Those are the yeah. ones that I find the most interesting is, like, I I see a lot of them now that are, like, super interesting that are, like, we've made a campground. We're going to, like, a log cabin. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that sounds like so much fun. But if you thought about, like, bachelorette parties, like, two, three years ago, they were, like, let's matching get outfits. Right oh, no. Matching outfits. You're getting hurt. 
right up. And um, yeah, you want to get the bride drunk. And you want to end up at one of my favorite places to go when I was in party ceremony. Da, 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 Denny. Denny's. Which, um, quick side note. I just saw that Blink-182 did a concert inside of Denny's. Like, literally, like, yes. Sorry, am I back in, like, 2008? No, I don't care. I wish I was at the Denny's. That would have been so cool. I'm just sitting there eating the moon over my hammy, watching Blink-182. Can't eat a moon over a hammy. You get it without cheese. Don't steal it. It's coated in butter. Yeah, right. I feel like that's actually, they they probably just use butter-flavored oil. Yeah, so that's that's kind of like the stigma and like the pressure of it too of like I have lost I don't know, I've lost friendships because people thought that I was judging them for drinking. Oh, that's the other thing is if you don't drink, people think that you're a judgy asshole or that you think that you're higher than them. I know. That's I was like, that's what I thought in that list. Um, yeah, I'm so tired of people asking me if I'm gonna have another like, oh, you're not drinking, you're gonna have another kid. Or like, oh, you had a really hard day. Do you want a drink? Not saying that that's wrong, but like some days I say yes. Some days I'm like, I sit there and like, or it'll be like, if this is so bad that you need to drink, mm-hmm. like, or you feel like you need to take a shot every time. I'm like, why is this a measurable scale of your level of frustration with something? Also, why do your friends think it's acceptable? To like say if you're continuing. This was when I was like in high school. Oh, okay. I was gonna say like there's so many people who are like, oh my god, like you're having a shitty day. Like what happens if you keep having a shitty day or keep having a shitty butt or something happens like your dad passes away and people are just like telling you to drink, and it's like, but you might just actually want to talk about your problems instead. Yeah, you might want to do like other functional things that could help or, um, like, I. I feel like whenever, like in high school, I wouldn't get invited to a lot of parties and they'd be drinking and they'd be like, oh, well, Eve doesn't drink. So like, why would I invite her? Or, yeah. And I'm like, well, like, I still want to have fun and hang out with everybody. Oh my God. How many appointments do you have? Oh, with an alarm. That's my alarm to um, remind me to ask our brother what he wants to eat. And I'm going to keep that in the podcast because that's real. <laughs> but yeah, like, I feel like, um... It, it was mentioned that 30% of non-drinkers report feeling judged or stigmatized for their choice. And I, I honestly feel like that's higher. I feel like those are the ones who felt like it was, like, okay to say something. Like, I feel like if they were asking a group of people, like, there, I feel like there should be a range. So there's people who are social drinkers. Yeah. So when you go out for dinner and you have a glass of wine, um, or, like, you have, like, you're going out and it's, like, an eventful thing or a celebratory thing, people yeah. drink. There's people who just don't drink at all. Mm-hmm. There's people who drink kind of consecutively throughout the week. Like, oh, after work, I have a glass of wine. On Fridays, I have a couple of glasses. Then I get together with friends for brunch and I have mimosas. Then in the afternoon, we go for a wine tour. Yeah. Oh, well, that was like, um, I've actually been not invited to bachelorettes or the first half of like bachelorettes because they were going to wineries. And they're like, well, so fun fact, I think I've seen it before, but I'm actually allergic to beer and wine. There's um, a a majority of it is to do with like brewer's yeast or the specific yeast that's used. Um, But it's not like I get sick. I just, I get drunk. 
Like, I'm just, like, hilariously wasted. What? After, like, which is not a thing. And um, for me, usually, so it would be, like, a couple sips. And I'm like, oh, I'm feeling tipsy type of thing. And, yeah, I've had people be like, oh, yeah, well, like, you, well, you don't drink wine. So there's no point in you coming to that. And it's like, but then everybody literally when you go to the dinner or whatever later is talking about how much fun they had at the winery. It's like. I can find other things to do at wineries. They have a really good tip section usually and syrups. Also, some of them have like, yeah, they have like lots of other things. And some of them will have like additional products or there's like food. Like people eat food there too. Bread. I know everyone's like, but you're also allergic to cheese. And I was just like, yeah, so that doesn't matter. And wineries usually have fancy cheeses that I can eat. Like ones that do not come from a cow. Goat's cheese. And it's like the whole the whole social aspect of the event and stuff like that. It's like, oh, well, you don't drink, so we're just going to leave you here. And I'm like, oh. Like, it's not like you're a recovering alcoholic and that could kind of be triggering for you. Yeah, no. And I'm like, that's the other thing, too, is the people who have made the decision to stop drinking. Yeah. They have made that decision. They have, they're going through that process of, like, removing themselves. And either people will give them, like, oh, you're doing so great, like, congratulations. And then they get left alone and nobody asks them if they want to drink. Or they're like, why are you doing that? Like, that's not super important. This is all based off of the experiences that we have had. Yeah. Like, I was never a drinker. And people are like, oh, well, it's because of this. It's because of this. Because of this. Oh. My decisions which kind of goes to the next part of health benefits yeah it's expensive um it is very expensive it doesn't have like it causes you to be in an altered state where you could be vulnerable or manipulated yep um it's the most common way that people are drugged uh yeah i've been drugged it's um it doesn't taste nice i'm gonna be honest it don't taste nice Okay, so I'm not going to lie. Some of it tastes like shit, but there's ones that do taste good, but some of them are so high in sugar. Then they came out with the non-sugar ones. And the words, to quote Eve, they taste like someone licked a popsicle and then spit them into soda water. That was my favorite thing you've ever said. So when I drink, if I if I try like a new drink or something that my friend gives me, I'm like, this is no flavor. It tastes like someone licked a popsicle and spit in soda water. But, like, am I wrong? <laughs> no, it was quite accurate, actually. Um, You wake up in the morning and you feel terrible. Some people do. I've never had a hangover in my life. And for those of you, for those of you who tell me that, obviously, I have not drank enough in order to have a hangover, first off, uh, fuck you. I could drink a lot of people under the table. Second off... Why are you telling me I need to drink more in order to feel physically ill for one to two days? Um, it can cause significant health issues where you can used to get, like, my friend growing up had to get his stomach pumped. Oh, yeah, there's people who have to get their stomach pumped. Or you get arrested and put in jail and you, like, literally have to leave because you're so fucking sick. Yeah. Like, there's um people who have weird reactions to alcohol um like the severe reactions like my my wine and beer one like obviously i understand it but there's lots of people who like can become quite violent and triggered by certain alcohols i 
I had an incident one time, and I blame Jack Daniels. Uh, moving on. But exactly, like, it, it alters your headspace, and then it's like, you could go into, like, work the next day, and they're like, oh, so-and-so is wasted. That's the other thing, is you can be the person who doesn't drink at the event, and people are like, oh, you're just going to judge everybody else who is, who's drinking, like what you said, or, or, in my case, they may be the monitor at the Christmas party, so then you get to be Captain Buzzkill running around, or, like, I do find, too, there is a strong difference between being the designated driver and not drinking at a party. Okay, so there is, because being a designated driver, people are like, look at you, that hero over there who's going to make sure everybody's safe and they get a ride home while everybody else is blasted. Also, the amount of people that those designated drivers have to fight off. Because it's always like, I want to listen to this song on the radio. I want it. They always want to do something dumb. Or they don't whine that they want McDonald's. Or... They, it, it's funny because sometimes drinking makes adults into um, toddlers. That's why I always make the joke that toddlers are drunken adults. is because of that. Because they're like, but I, I want a cheeseburger. I'll feel better in the morning if I have a cheeseburger. Can I get curly fries? Where's my ketchup? Oh, no, I stepped on it. It's all over the back of your car. Shout out to Nathan. <laughs> you know what's the number one place? That I feel like the most understood <laughs> is at a wedding. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's my favorite part about having a role in a wedding. Yeah. Is especially because I've been a maid of honor a couple times. But even when you're part of the actual wedding party, I personally feel that there's no stigma because you're wanting to make sure like your job that you signed up for that you're not paid for mm-hmm. is specifically to make sure that your friend has a good time. Mm-hmm. And that nobody else acts like a fucking asshole. How many how many weddings do you think of of that one person that got absolutely wasted? That's like that ruined. I've been in seventeen weddings, um, and I've escorted five people out of weddings. Well, exactly. Like, if you think about it, and it's like you have that, and like sometimes it's like, oh, well, I'm alone, so I want to treat my life away, or it's like a range of things, like. Alcohol can cause permanent damage to your system. I totally can. Actually, talking back to looping back to the wedding thing for two seconds, I had to take over as master of ceremonies at a wedding because the previous person was so nervous about the task that they didn't express how nervous they were and they drank and partied the entire night before and came in, said that they were going to do it, started to do it, and then... The bride took the microphone away and gave it to me. And I said, okay, I'm here. And that's the whole thing is like, I was a quick derailment. And yes, that person has thought about their life and cleaned up and is greatly successful now, which is fantastic. And I'm so proud of said person. But there's so many little things that you have to pay attention to, like in a wedding. But that's the same thing as like at the Christmas, at Christmas parties. Yeah. Like, there is people who are getting intoxicated and dancing on tables. Yeah. And these people were 10 to 15 years older than me. Oh, no, like, and in really high positions. Like, the difference between that is, like, that day is paid for by the bride and groom or the family. And you're risking and drinking so much that you're altering your consciousness. So when you wake up, they're like, oh, my God, so-and-so was so wasted at the wedding. Well, and the whole thing is, is it's like you're a guest there. 
They're literally paying for you to go to a giant dinner party. And that leads me to the next piss off as being a drinker. As somebody who doesn't drink, mm-hmm. who doesn't smoke, who doesn't do anything finagly, there is nothing that, like, if I sit there and I'm like, when people are like, oh, I've quit drinking, and they're like, good job for not drinking, good job for this. Like, I was making, like, we were, I was making jokes. I was talking to my colleagues, and uh, we were all like, what's really frustrating is, like, if you quit something, like, you're perceived as being, like, this very, like, yeah, elevated person because you've decided that this is not for you and this is, like, a great thing. What about the people who never did it? Yeah, like, I've never smoked cigarettes. I've never done drugs. But, like, if you say, if someone's like, oh, I've, I've quit smoking. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm so glad that you're taking your health for you. Like, that's so wonderful. Let's go out and, like, let's exercise and, like, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's be all this expressive and be so appreciative that you've taken the step. And I'm like, dude, I never did it. Um, Where's my party? I know. I totally get that. One that I do see as well. Like, I'll always celebrate when someone says, yeah, actually, I used to do drugs or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? Good for you. But I don't make it like a hilarious than now thing i'm like you know why like i'm super proud of you and good job like that's awesome but yeah if and then next thing you know i'll be saying that to that person's party and someone will come out to me and be like um can i get you a drink and i'm like actually like i'm good right now thank you and that's literally what i say and people are like oh are you not drinking and then they make the smile because you know i'm married and i have one kid and they're like, oh, are you going to make another kid? And I'm like, no, not right now. I mean, if it happens, cool. Oh, well, why are you drinking? Oh, are you the designated driver? I'm like, well, guys, I don't have a license, so good job on that. Um, oh, okay. Well, what are you drinking? And I'm like, water or iced tea or whatever. And they're like, oh, and then it's just silent. And it's like this blank stare of like... And then I usually go, oh my god, the weather outside, right? Because that's how useless the conversation is to me. Because that's how much effort somebody just put into that. I'm like, I'm standing here in front of you with boobs. And I'm a female. And your immediate reaction when I say that I don't drink is to assume that I'm trying to procreate more. Like, or I'm taking care of somebody else. Why? Well, and the people are like, you don't have to come out if you, like, you can come out if you don't drink. Like, it's totally okay. I'm sorry. The awkwardness of being the only person who's not drinking at a table of 15. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> no, but my favorite thing is, is that all of those 15 people order a drink. Mm-hmm. I'll order my usual lemonade, maybe a Coke or tea, iced tea. Yeah. Guess who's id You. Yep. Because they're like, oh, they're going to buy alcohol and then give it to that one because she's not drinking. So she yeah. must be underage. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So, like, every time it's like, oh, can I say your ID? And it's like, yeah, sure. Oh, did you want an alcoholic lemonade? No. I wanted a lemonade. I've had, I've actually, I've had that happen. Or they just completely skip over and forget everything about your order. That was my favorite. There's a specific restaurant in the city that we live in. And they're known for having, like, drink specials that people have before they go to, like, clubs and stuff like that. 
and I was just like, I'm not going to drink tonight. It was my friend's birthday at first, this one specific. So I'm going to let you know that this exact instance happened several times. And it would be, I'd be sitting, I usually end up sitting next to my same guy friend. We're sitting there. They go around the table of everybody and there's probably about 15, 20 of us, okay? And again, this is not a one-off. We made a joke out of this. I'm very pale. So we started calling it the Casper effect because it was like I wasn't even there. So they go around and they'd order. You could get trays of shots. You could get, and we were walking distance. We took taxis. Just to let you know, I wasn't like an irresponsible asshole. Um, and then people would order like their individual drinks and stuff like that. And I sometimes wouldn't order stuff because, you know, like my friend would order shots or whatever. Or sometimes I just wasn't drinking. And they come around to me and I feel like, oh, okay, and what do you want to drink? I'm like, actually, like, I- I'm good right now. Thank you. And a couple of them would be like, oh, like, do you want like iced tea or something else instead? I'm like, yeah, sure. And they're like, it'll be on us. Assuming that I was the designated driver, which whatever. It's fountain pop. I know it's cheap and I don't feel bad. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Everybody would come. The trace of shots would come. The cocktails, the beers. And I'd be sitting there with nothing. This happened several times. And I was like, oh, weird. Okay. Hi. She's like, hi. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, may I please um, get that iced tea? I know there was a lot of drinks and all the other stuff. Oh, yeah. I'll totally get it. Everybody orders food. And 75% of the time, I would order my food, get all my stuff. Like, okay. They'd bring the second round of drinks. No drink for me. The food would come. No food or drink for me. And I was like, oh, I, I'm really sorry. I, I think I was missed. Um, I ordered this. Oh, yeah, I know. That's weird. I put it in. Oh, okay, perfect. And and um, may I please get the iced tea? Oh, my goodness, you haven't gotten there yet? I uh, know I haven't. I understand there's runners. Like, yeah. you're not dumb. Like, I did serving. Like, I did all this kind of stuff, so I know how it works. And I'm never, like, I don't yell. There's so many different factors. You've got your bartenders, you've got your servers, you've got your bus people, you've got your kitchen, you've got your runners. I know that. But at this restaurant, it literally happened. Like, by the time we started making jokes out of it, it was like five times. And it would be either they forgot my non-alcoholic drink or they forgot my food. And then my friend, who was usually sitting next to me, got so annoyed that he looked at them and he's like do you want to know something funny we come here all the time and you guys always do this to her like is there somebody who has an issue with her like is there somebody hiding in the back that like maybe like we fired at the company that we worked at or whatever and they're like no we don't think so and he goes he wasn't rude about it he's like we just find it really ironic that it's always her oh but at the end of the night they always give me a bill for either the stuff that i didn't get or somebody else's bill. With no food. With, with nothing. So like, it would be like, oh yeah, don't worry. But I wasn't a priority because I wasn't ordering three, four. That's how I felt. I'd like to state that again. I know there's tons of different factors, but I literally felt like, oh, you don't matter because I'm, you're not going to get drunk. I'm not going to make extra money off you. Or you're just costing us money is literally how I felt. And I was like, oh, this is great. Or the whole not being invited thing. Like, there's tons of people I know who just, like, go and hang out. Like, I will go, even though she lives right next door. 
But like, I'll go to my friend Selena's house and we'll watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which the New Zealand just started. She just sent me a screenshot. So the one guy is also on um, Dancing with the Stars. The one guy, um, Maddox. Is it Mauricio? Yeah. Oh, that's Kyle's soon-to-be ex-husband. Yeah, they're trying to make jokes. They were trying to claim that like he was dating Emma, the pro dancer, which is like very rude because she was um she was married to Sasha, who's also a pro on Dancing with the Stars. I'm a bit of a hoe for Dancing with the Stars. And, like, they broke up, and it, like, it, like, broke her because she, he really wants kids soon, and she was, like, that's, like, the impression that I got, and I didn't want to hold him back. And then she's partnered with this person, and, like, they go out for, like, drinks and stuff, and, like, they're just having fun and being very, like, calm, and, like, all of a sudden, they're, like, they're dating, and Kyle's, like, yeah, it really hurt to see them holding hands. I've seen Taylor Swift hold hands with all of her friends, and everybody thinks it's fine, so... I don't know why they, I was like, I was like, what? Um, I don't know. There's so many stupid stigmas around things. As soon as two people are of the opposite sex, there's immediate stigmas there. Oh my God. They're mad nearly touching marriage. Yeah. Right. Or, or they're cheating. What? Maybe they're holding each other because they're security and the security wants them to stay together. Yeah. But like you would watch, you watch the show, but like, did you drink during the show? No. Um, sometimes I will, but I'm going to say like 99% of the time I don't. It's to the point now that if I do bring something over, like usually I bring my own snacks because I live next door. That That's like a an, an pandemic newish thing. Before that, like I would physically be driven to her house. But uh, I'll like bring my own snacks and stuff. And if I sit down and I have an alcoholic beverage and I crack it open, her husband goes, oh, Sarah's having alcohol. And I'm like, I know, look at me. And he goes, you lush on a Thursday. Or I don't. I know. Why is it always an announcement? I know he does it. He does it in a funny way, which is fine, and he doesn't make it weird, which is okay. But like when people just constantly point it out, like if I go to a family event, oh my god! And I love both sides of the family. Like what I'm meaning is like my husband's side and my side, but like sometimes people are like why the fuck aren't you drinking or like oh you're not drinking or oh your your hands empty don't want to get you drink first off i know there's a courtesy and a hosting policy when it comes to stuff which is great but um there's also times where like again i just don't want to drink it's like the really nice thing about um or if you don't like then people drink your alcohol at family events the the size of my family that like we're both related to um it's always really nice because a lot of them know that i don't drink so now they just like they do not to offer me or like they'll be like here are the options that we have that don't have alcohol in them i'm like thank you so much because i just i felt like and they're like but if you do want to try they're over here but like we all know that you're gonna have like an ice or like a pop Right, like, that's the whole thing is, like, it's, like, oh, okay, so just let you know, like, the beverages are over there. There's two different ones. You're, like, okay, cool. It's not, like, so everybody, just to announce, even Sarah are not drinking at this family event. And it's, like, it's not, like, a thing, which is nice. Which is nice, like, I don't know. I just don't have that, like, oh, it's Friday. I need to go to the liquor store and buy some alcohol. I also find, too, that, like, our um our mom so like after our dad passed i don't drink at all our younger brother doesn't drink oh he doesn't drink at all i don't think he's ever trying alcohol uh no and i just remember sitting there it was like one like summer night and our mom turned and looked at me and was like 
you know, I just don't drink anymore. And I was like, I never have. And she goes, I just feel like it's a bit sad if I have a drink and you don't. And I'm like, well, I can make like a fancy mocktail if it makes you feel better. But like, do you want me to make you like a cup of tea? And she goes, that sounds lovely. <laughs> I've had a couple of people um around me want to have like these long discussions about why I don't drink. And then they stop, they stop drinking. And they proceed to tell everybody that I inspired them to stop drinking. And I'm like, I literally didn't tell you to stop drinking. Oh, I know. And then it sounds like you're like the person who starts giving everybody therapy, telling them not to drink and lecturing them. The one of the nicest human beings that I met that I had worked with, um, we went to like a get together at her house. I think it was like her Christmas party or something. Um... I had, like, said, because we had eaten lunch together before, and I was like, it's just sometimes, like, it makes people really uncomfortable sometimes when I go to things and everybody's, like, drinking a ton and everybody questions why I'm not drinking. And also, you're just like, I should just wear a sticker or something that says, I don't drink. And don't ask me why. She made me this, like, separate mocktail thing. Well, she made it for the group. She was like, I made it for you because I know that you don't drink. And she gave me a wine glass so I could walk around, and everybody was like, oh, my God, what cocktail are you drinking? And I was like, oh, it's the one over there. But I was like, oh, God, it's so nice that I could drink something. And nobody, like, I had, like, a red, sol- red Solo cup. And nobody questioned if I was, like, not drinking. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so nice. Like, I don't have to drink. And, like, yes, she didn't have to go out of her way and make a separate thing for me. But when I got in, she was like, this doesn't have alcohol in it. There's also water and, like, a bought thing of, like, pop, just in case you want that either. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, sweet. I'm like, just like, it, it's just like, if you take out the alcohol and drinks, you can still make a mocktail. There's a massive industry for that right now. So one of the YouTubers that I watch, she's been testing a bunch of like the mocktails and stuff like that. Oh my is God. Is it the chick with the blonde hair who's yeah, from Rachel. BuzzFeed? Oh no, Rachel loves. Uh, so she's been testing a bunch of them because on her Rachel's life channel or whatever. Because she has, like, all, like almost every single one of her sister-in-laws is pregnant, except for, like, the younger one. And she just wants to make sure that, you know, that they have something, like, fun and interesting other than offering. She's like, it's not that I'm I'm trying to do a comedy for them not drinking. I'm just like, oh, I want you to have another option. So it's like, yeah, there's some, like, pop in the fridge. Yeah, there's some water. Is, like, just because I don't drink doesn't mean that I don't want a pretty drink. Well, and that's the whole thing. So there's like these tabs that you can drop into water if you want that kind of like release the stuff or whatever. There's like ones in cans and stuff like that, which there's been stuff out there before. So um, my brother-in-law actually stopped drinking about two and a half years ago because he realized it was not a thing that he should be doing. He goes, I didn't like what it did to my body. He went on this whole like fitness journey and stuff like that. And I'm like super proud of him because he's completely kept it up. And um, one thing that he did, which he doesn't do anymore, is he would drink, um, what did he call it? Faux beer. He had like a subscription service to this like one that came and he goes, yeah, but there's still like a lot of carbs and all the other stuff that goes into that. So personally, like it makes me bloated. I still don't feel the best. So I'm actually going to lean off of that. But he got at, um, I think it was the liquor store. The irony is not lost, but I know I did see the same thing at like winners and stuff like that in Home Sense. Is it's called gin essence, and there's a vodka essence, and so there's actually no alcohol in it, but they have found a way to like de de alcoholized. Well, that was fun to say, like gin and tequila. So you still kind of get the taste, which to me I'm like ew. 
Like, I don't know if I would personally want that, but he'd have that and like mix it together, but he would still have it in the fancy glass. And that really worked for him. And I thought that was really great. Like, I didn't know products like that existed. So if that's, if you know someone who's wanting to lean off of stuff or anything like that, then that's really great. I know there were certain things out there, but there was other, th- th- those things I didn't know. Um, it's like, um, Blake Lively came up with that thing called Betty Buzz, which you can add alcohol to it or you cannot. She actually came up with alcoholic ones too now, but like, what a surprise, aviation chin is her husband. But like, even like I, we own a bunch of those like Torini syrups. Yeah. I mix them all together. I make the fancy drink. Yeah. And like, I had different juices to it or I had different like pops to it. And like, we used to have, um, well, we still do. Every year for Christmas, we make a mocktail. And it's like cranberry juice and 7-Up. You might add lemonade this year. And I am obsessed with it. So it was like for the kids. So like if the adults wanted alcohol, then they can have it. But the kids could still have like a fancy drink for Christmas. Yeah. And like water talk is a big thing. But like honestly, you just replace the water with like Sprite. Put it in a smaller glass. You can add edible glitter. Like there's so much fun like fun things that you can do surrounding it that doesn't have to be like alcohol is just one piece of it that's why i laughed about water talk all those things so if you're if you're wondering about water talk is you know like what the heck are you talking about basically um there's a huge trend as we know everybody always has a different drinking cup i cannot pass judgment i will always try to find the next and best drinking cup and then i forget about it and then i end up getting another thing like but anyways we all love to go to HomeSense and get ourselves a new mug and all that other stuff. But um, basically, it's where folks were going to places like that or other things. And they were getting um, those liquid syrups. Some of them were meant for, like, coffee. Other ones are made for, um, like, Slurpees, shaved ice, stuff like that. And they were adding them to their water. So they were taking their, the most I saw was, like, the giant Stanley cups with the yeah. straws. And they were adding ice to it. And instead of just having water, they were, like, some of them were making quite the concoctions. Um, which I was like, is that water anymore? But it was, it was more fun and people were having fun with it. They were setting up little like stations and it was making kids drink more water, which I know in the end there's dyes and all the other stuff, but there's still fucking water in there somewhere. Like the same as the transitional piece of like going from non-drinking to having like non-alcoholic beer, the gin essence. Yeah. And then like cycling to, to just not drinking at all. Yeah. But it's still fun. Like strawberry, like strawberry lemonade. Like if I went to somebody's thing and I said, oh, I don't drink. And they made me a freckled lemonade. My entire night would be mad. My favorite thing is um, there's like in especially like Idaho and like Texas and stuff. Oh, Utah. Utah. I, I know where you're going. Is um soda shops. Yes. And it's like um also like Sonic does it too. It's basically where you have like sometimes people don't have like carbonation in it. And you take like purees, um, syrups and stuff like that, and you put them in a big cup full of ice, specifically nugget ice because it's superior. Yeah. And then you put like a different drink on it. So like the most common one I'd say for Utah is like Diet Coke and coconut cream, um, mainly because that's a very high population of like Mormons live yeah. there. And if you are unaware, Mormons don't drink alcohol or things with caffeine. Um, if you would like to expand more on that, there is Google. I don't know as much because I am not Mormon. <laughs> yeah. But so they open a bunch of soda shops. So there's like Swig, um, Sip City was just opened by like Brooklyn and Bailey, 
who are two, uh, twin YouTubers in Texas. Um, I love them. I've watched them. Their art mom also is um, cute girl hairstyles. Oh, okay. I like, do all of them. I get them to do them on your kid. Um, and so you can get, like, whatever size. You can get a huge size. And it's, like, fun drinks that you can get, but, like, don't have caffeine. So, like, as much as I love, like, a good Starbucks drink, they don't have as many, like, non-caffeinated drinks. Like, refreshers have caffeine in them. Um, most frappuccinos have cream, have um, caffeine in them, unless you get them, like, cream-based. But I think some of them still have caffeine in them. So it gave people an option to have, like, non-caffeinated, non-alcoholic beverages. I want so badly for me to come to Canada. So soda shops used to be, like, really popular, like, back in... Because our nanny used to tell me about them, like, in the 19, like, 40s and 1950s. And that's the whole thing is I feel like we're missing we're missing that like tran transition place for people to like hang out because we have it where so we have a lot of teens who start drinking now. The average age was thirteen years old that I saw that the average person starts drinking. Oh. And um and that's in North America specifically. And I understand like there's cultural things in like Europe and stuff like that, but there's also a ton of other options that they have in Europe that aren't not really alcohol forward so like you can go to a disco when you're a teenager and there's no alcohol there they're just like doing like soda and stuff like that but in north america like there's a super large gap because it'll be like when you go to high school you can join like extracurricular activities but outside of that there's um we used to have like way more places that you could play like video games not arcades but like you would go and you could like specifically go play like i don't know one of them was like world of warcraft stuff like that and I know that there's some places out there that are for board games, but a majority of them have an alcohol license and they still lean only towards people who are over the age of 19. So we have this like lost subsect of like teenagers that are basically either drinking and partying, which in the early 2000s, that was in a bush. And I think in most areas it still is. Yes. And they're doing that or they're doing it in their homes, which whatever, like they're choosing to do that. For the, for the ones who don't do it, they kind of just end up hanging out at home like yeah you can go to the movies but if there's no good movies that you want to see you can go to a restaurant it'll cost you a bunch of money like you don't you would just want to go hang out and do something you can go over to your friend's house and hang out but there was like a 75 percent chance that someone's gonna whip booze out or in some case drug that <laughs> i like i was just talking to her mom about like a simple things of like bakeries and like muffins and stuff like that like there's not a lot of places that you can go to just, like, hang out. I know there's, like, coffee shops, but 90% of the time there's people working there. Or, like, people don't, like, like coffee. Or yeah. they're like, oh, I like tea. But then it's, like, you go to, like, Starbucks and there's, like, not a lot of options for, like, some parents don't want their kids to have caffeine. Yep. And it's, like, oh, you can have a kid's cocoa or you can have a milk steamer. Yeah, like, there's, again, there's, there's minimal things when it comes to caffeine, when it comes to, like drinking alcohol and stuff like that but it's just like it it's you say that you don't drink and suddenly you go into this like a bucket in somebody's brain that you don't drink no you like open the locker they put you in the locker they lock you up and then like when they're like oh i want to do something fun that's like exercise based also why do people on so when you don't drink that you're on this health journey oh my god i'm not on a health journey as you can hear from her voice uh, but it's like Okay, I don't drink. Oh my god, how many times a week are you going to the gym? What? Why didn't it just turn out that I was being healthy? No, it's like, I, I always feel like it's like, so what's your, what, not addiction, but like, then what's your thing? 
if drinking isn't your thing, I'm like, well, drinking is should not be anybody's personality type. Unfortunately, it isn't. No, I know. That's why I'm saying, like, you don't, like, that shouldn't be something where you're like, okay, that's my friend over there. They're the alcoholic. I'll make sure that if I want to get drunk, I'm going to call them. Yeah. I'm a no. I'm being just talk and hang out with your friend and do things that don't involve that. But, like, and especially when it comes to, like, holiday season stuff. It's like, oh, you're shopping, you're drinking. Or there's so many people I know who are lost after Christmas. Between Christmas and just after New Year's, they're like, oh, my God, I feel like I should be waking up and putting something in my coffee. Because you're just constantly sent those Bailey's ads, beer ads. Like, they have advent calendars. They have beer advent cal- They have an advent calendar for everything now, I feel like. They have wine ones. You get like a minute bottle of wine. They have wine ones, and then I'm like the wine ones, and they have mini bottles. A lot of the alcohol ones um, are anywhere from a hundred dollars and under. Some of them are over, of course, on like bougie ones. And then my husband last year got me um, like a makeup and skincare one. It was like I don't know forty dollars. I'm like I just want a cheap one that's fun that doesn't have waxy chocolate in it. (laughs) The Lindor's one's really good. (laughs) Yeah, it just has Lindor in it though, right? Yeah. <laughs> but this is a little shout out to all of the non drinkers. To the people who made the choice. Or the people who are just like, meh. Right? I think, okay. Yeah. There's more people. Like, okay, give us some tips that you don't mind us sharing. Like, what do you do in those situations? Um, Give us some, um, like, anything. You can tell us anything, especially if you felt super awkward. Because you know what? There's a huge freaking chance that we have already been there. And done that. Or, like, if you feel like if there's any other, like, um, places in your town that you have, like, really great mocktail options or anything like that, leave them down below. Or if you have a favorite mocktail recipe, leave it down below. Try to spice up my Christmas season. <laughs> or if, if you do other things or go on Facebook groups where people also just, like, hang out and maybe just don't entirely focus on trekking, yeah. then let us know. I get Or hiking. I mean, this in the diocese way. Just because I don't drink doesn't mean that I don't, I want to hike. I know. There's, it, it seems to be like one extreme. It's like, oh, I took you out of this kit bucket. Now I want to put you into another one. But yeah, that, and, and that's a huge thing, right? Like, just stop asking people. Please, please just stop asking people. No can be a full sentence is my favorite thing that I hear all the time. But, and, and no, thank you. I'm being polite and you don't need to be awkward. There's nothing to be awkward about if someone is drinking or not drinking and um just just always be yourself and don't don't fake it just you know be as you don't like it then don't do it (laughs) and stay as warped and twisted as ever peace